Greetings, Scott here, DM for the Adventure with Advantage podcast. Thanks for listening. six of adventure with advantage we've had a bit of a break i think it's been two weeks off so we are refreshed yeah we are refreshed and ready to go all right let's do a quick recap all right so uh in episode five the party made their way to the city guard's house hoping to ask captain doring some questions regarding the murder that had taken place in the Sun's Rise district. They were pointed to the Temple of Mirian in Guild's Way and were told Dorian was make, or, sorry, Doring was making his way there. Once there, they asked around before finding out that Captain Doring was meeting with High Priestess Delma. The party waited for the meeting to end and then followed Doring back to the guild or the guardhouse where he invited them to be at the temple at dusk to examine the body. While they waited, the party made their way to the Broken Dagger Inn, hoping to meet with The Hook, an infamous loan shark. After convincing the barkeep that he was in need of money, Levy found himself alone and face-to-face with The Hook and his thugs. The conversation got pretty tense, but after some smooth talking and some good rolls by Levy, he was able to make a deal with The Hook. Levy was able to ask The Hook any questions he had about the murder, if Levy promised to perform a drop for The Hook at some point in the future. After signing the contract, Levy, unfortunately, found out that The Hook knew very little about the murder and actually cared less. Um, The party then made their way back to the temple with Levy feeling that he had gotten the short end of the deal. They followed Captain Doring and High Priestess Delma to the catacombs, where the body of Sebastian was being given its last rites. Doring proceeded to cast a spell, allowing him to speak with the spirit of Sebastian, the victim, much to the surprise of the party. It was soon revealed that the entity that had killed Sebastian seemingly killed him for no other reason than that he would be the beginning of his legacy, to which everyone in the room had the terrifying realization that they may have a serial killer on their hands. Um, That is the recap, Uh, and I believe where we had left off, you guys were all leaving the Temple of Mirian. Um, Steelscar had asked her a few questions, and I believe was going to make his way back the next morning to talk with her about something personal. And that is where we can pick up. Uh, so you guys are in the process of making your way back to the um, guardhouse with Doring. It's getting dark out. Uh, the sun is set. The moon is up. Um, it's a little windy tonight. Um, so yeah, what would you guys like to do? You said um, it's a, it's a, around late afternoon, right? Close to dusk? Oh, no, it's night at this point. Oh, it's you guys, night. Okay. Yeah, you guys arrived at dusk and you were down there a little bit. Um, I'd say at this point it's Is dark. Is Kevin Doring still with us? 
Yes, he was with you guys when you were leaving the temple. He seems okay, to be making his way back toward the guardhouse. I have in my notes that I wanted to ask him a question um, mm-hmm. before he, before we parted ways. Yep. Because I wanted to talk to him about what to put into the report. Go for it. Um, so Captain Doring? Uh, yes. So, what of this revelation that we just witnessed do you want me to put or not put in my report for the Goblin Gazette? Is there anything sensitive here that you'd rather leave out? Um, so he, you can tell he he is obviously kind of jarred by this realization as it everyone else seems to be. Um, so he kind of thinks for a moment and finally answers and says, um, the truth, Levy, is what I would encourage you to write. Attempting to hide what we have found, though it may reduce panic, can possibly lead to us with blood on our hands, and that is not something that I want. Ensuring everyone in town is informed will equip everyone to stay safe. The best way to stop the murders is to catch the killer. And if everyone in town is looking, there's a better chance they'll be caught. Okay, sounds great then. Thank you. I would not dream of printing anything other than the truth, but would be fine if, you know, bending that rule for anything else. <laughs> bearing of bloodshed. He says, well, that's good to know. Um, if you boys don't mind, I need to make my way back to the guardhouse as quickly as possible to let um, everyone know of the situation here. Uh, you're welcome to tag along, but I will be making my way there right away. As he All right. starts um, um, moving through the streets toward the guildhouse. Or guardhouse, keeps saying guildhouse, guardhouse. Hey, did my video die? Sorry. Nope, um, I still see you. Yeah, it looks good. You there? Yeah, it looks good. It's just not on my screen. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> what would you guys like to do? Um, what do you guys want to do? I'm probably going to go write my report, so if you guys wanted to go do something while I did that, you're welcome to. I think Steel Scar... Uh, around what time is it? Is it late night, um, or...? It's it's getting... Uh, I'd say... I think you guys got there around dusk, so I think it was around like 5 o'clock. I'd say at this point it's probably about 6, maybe getting close to 7, so... You know, the sun has set. You can see the the moon up in the sky. Why? What are you trying to determine? No, um... I guess... Uh, Steel Scar himself. I guess I would just decide to head back to the... Ball, uh, balding bar, grab dinner, and call it a night. Since, okay. Uh, I have a commitment to attend to early the next morning. All right. What does everyone else want to do? Um, I don't really have anything left on my agenda for the day either. Levy. Uh, so for me, I probably want to go back to the bowling bard and then kind of write in and make my report up for what we've discovered, because okay. I think this is a good place to 
present a report for what we know. We figured out what's going on with the murder. That was our objective. So I feel like that's a good time to like write about it. And if you know, because that wants wants us to pursue this matter any further, then we can. Um, otherwise, we'll see what they give us. All right. So you guys make your way back toward the Balding Bard. Um, you could see Doring kind of disappear up ahead. He's walking quickly um, as you guys make your way in the same direction. Um, so you guys make your way through Guild's Way. Um, so you are on the map right over here in Guild's Way. So you are making your way up to the Merchant District or the Merchant Quarter to the Balding Bard. Um, most of the people, you see a few people, you know, walking around um, in the dark. Um, the torches and stuff are lit along the roads. You can see some guards walking through with torches on hand, uh, just kind of like, you know, dots of light in this town. And then you eventually make your way to the Balding Bard, uh, where you guys are staying. And as you guys enter in, you are greeted with a lively... Um, you know, chorus of people talking, laughter, um, just all sorts of your typical bar noises. Cool. Um, can we go grab the barkeep then and get some food? Yeah. Uh, so barkeep is Harry, who is uh, talking to some people who are up at the bard, or the bard, good lord. I can't talk tonight. The bar. Um, so you want to go up and talk to him? Or what do you want to ask him? Just for a meal. You know, dinner, because we're staying there, so we probably have a meal with our stay. Okay. So yeah, after and you then, wait your turn, he yeah. kind of turns to you, and he's like, all right, I'll be sure to, um, are you staying down here or heading up to your room? Um, hey, guys, what do you guys think? Do you want to stay down here? We can grab a table or something, hang out for a bit. Yeah, I can uh, I can stay down here for a while, have some dinner, maybe discuss what uh, what we learned today. You yeah. never know. It was, and maybe you can go more into depth of how. Oh, wait, you got robbed. I forgot. <laughs> I got robbed. You got you got the you got the bad end of a deal. <laughs> I that I did, but. <laughs> You know, but now we I'm, can I'm still here, so that's good. It could but not maybe, be. Maybe we can plan around this deal that you made, or come up with an alternative or something. Yeah, sure. I don't know what the uh, what the uh, the person's going to be asking of me, so we'll find out. I'll let you know when I when I find out what's being asked. He's like, so sorry. What wh- uh, what do you need me to do? You need me to send the food up to your. Your rooms, or are you staying down here? Uh, table we find. Table we find. Okay, all right. Sorry, um, sorry. Yeah, just find a table, and we'll bring some food out to you. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Sounds good. So you guys find a table nearby. Um, as you kind of sit and survey, it is a uh, very lively area. You can see, like, you know, there's a band up front. They're playing music. You see um, some people around, uh, actually. Let me look something up real quick. Um, all right, uh, as you guys are all sitting there, actually, go ahead and make a uh, perception check. Perception 
check. Oh, perception, you say. That is... Okay. 14. 15. That, oh, never mind. That's a 6. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, like, the 6 and the way the natural 20 is, it, like, the symbols almost look the same. So it's, it's only a 6. Okay. So, Steel Scar, you're just too engrossed in thinking about everything that's happened today to notice anything around you. Um, but Levy and Elamir, you do notice that there seems to be a, a group of people kind of gathered around near, kind of off to the one of the tables nearby. Um, and you just kind of hear like loud oohs and ahs, like of people shouting and kind of clapping and um, something seems to be going on in that direction. You're not exactly sure. You can't exactly see. Can we go grab a peek over there? Elamir, what do you think? Yeah, you can go take a look. Yeah, I think I need some, like, normal human contact after what we've just seen. <laughs> sounds good. So we'll make our way kind of over there and try and get a peek of what the sound's coming from. All right. Hopefully so... it's an alive person talking. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way over. Um, Steel Scar, you see them leave. Are you wanting to follow them, or are you just going to stay seated? Uh, guys, are you not gonna eat? You want me no, to? No, you don't. You don't hear that? Uh, I don't hear nothing. I'm just waiting for my food. <laughs> oh no, dude, there's something going on over there. We were gonna, we were gonna check it out. Maybe some right. lively after All seeing right. what we saw. All right, let's go. I follow them. Okay. All right. So you guys make your way over, and as you are kind of getting a peek, you uh, see, uh, you see two individuals sitting at a table. You see a human male. Um, he kind of has his hair pulled back in a ponytail, and he has a bushy brown beard. Um, and you see a dwarf, kind of a large burly dwarf, who is sitting at the, the table as well. And they're both kind of like getting their arms ready as they kind of reach forward and put their arms out and clench their arms. And um, you see people around the tables making bets. It seems that they're having a uh, arm wrestling contest at the table. Um, as soon as I see what's going on, my eyes get wide eye, and I want <laughs> in on this. Uh, can I can I look over to Steel Scar and just be like, hmm? give him like some 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 winky eyebrows, like oh 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 oh. Of course. What do you I think? look I look at uh at like Levy and I'm like, I look at Levy and I just give him a thumbs up. <laughs> All right, All so right, before he starts, I want to inspire him for... Well, here, let right, me go ahead and if he, if he does, Yeah, if he does go. Yeah, let me finish up these two guys, and then uh, we'll, we'll get to Steel Scar. All right, so here we go. You know, they, so yeah, they kind of start going at it, and you see their muscles tensing as they're, you know, just making faces. And All right, so first... All right, so you see as like it's they're kind of stand still, and then the the human seems to be getting a uh, getting an advantage, and the dwarf just kind of and just smacks it down as the dwarf is the victor, and everyone around the table is just kind of like ah, you're cheering and stuff around the table. Um, people exchanging money. People seem some seem frustrated, some seem happy, um, and then you see. Uh, just the crowd seem to be looking around. Um, someone kind of pop up, and he's like, "Does anyone else want to challenge Adnar tonight?" I will. I challenge you, and I step forward. <laughs> so I do. I, so I do want to bless him or uh, bark inspiration him All before right. he goes in. So what are you gonna? How are you inspiring? I'm gonna be him? like, 
Steel's car. We had a hell of a day. Go get him. All right. Pat me on the back. <laughs> and uh, who's taking bets? Uh, there's a uh, CC kind of a halfling standing nearby. He's standing up on a table as people are kind of getting close to him, and he's kind of like writing stuff down on his piece of paper as quickly as possible. Um, he seems to be the guy to talk to. Can I can I place a bet? Yeah, of course. Um, what's uh, what 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 are the odds right now? Uh, so you're asking the halfling. Yeah. All right. He's like, um. Well, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I, I've never seen this uh, new combatant, so I, I'm not sure exactly what the odds would be. Uh, just, just give me a minute to decide. Um, and he kind of like looks over Steel Scar for a minute. Um, I start flexing. Like, <laughs> ah! the crowd. You hear people in the crowd kind of like, you know, cheering. Yeah, yeah. The dwarf is kind of like shaking out his arms. He's getting ready. Uh, and uh, go ahead and actually roll a uh, performance check. Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you said performance? Yes. Uh, so okay. You can sell it. Eighteen. Eighteen. Ooh. All right. You seem to get the cra- crowd quite rowdy and excited, uh, and the uh, halfling kind of looks up at you and he goes, "I'd say ah, he double it." If he wins. Okay. Um, can I throw 50 gold on him? He says, of course. Yeah, I'll throw it on 50 on him. I, I, I look at the, uh, who is the person that's taking bets? It's another dwarf. No, the person taking bets is a halfling. I, I look at the halfling and I'm like, can I bet on myself? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, uh, or is it only outsiders and not the actual participants? Yeah, I don't know that... Typically, no, the person participating is not going to place their own bet. You can maybe have All a right. friend bet for you. I, uh, I had... How much gold do I have? Jesus Christ, that's not... Okay, I had, uh... I have 50 gold to levy. Okay. Okay, I'll throw another 50 on then. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Elmir, you want in on this? No, no, no. I'm not a gambler. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, go ahead and... All right, so you... Seal Scar, you can see the dwarf kind of like... At this point, too, you're not wearing your full armor. I would imagine you're taking your helmet off or something. Yeah, I have my helmet off. I'm just... Uh, all right. You're, you're getting ready to relax. Exactly, like I have my sword, my sword, my everything sheathed. I'm in more of a relaxation mode. Gotcha. All right, so you see the large, burly dwarf with his red beard. He has like a red mohawk and tattoos up his his arm, and he kind of leans forward and he's like, "Hey, the best of luck to you." And he kind of like grins a big grin as he just like grabs a mug nearby and just chugs it. I tell him reaches his arm out and be- he's like best of luck to you too and I put my and I like I put my hand down in the ready position as well. Alright, you guys connect and someone nearby gives you the countdown, the three, two, one, and then the crowd just starts going wild. Go ahead and make a, a strength check. <laughs> strength check? Yep. Alright, uh Strength or athletics? Just straight just strength? Pure strength. 
All right, prayer string. Uh, Zero, what was that inspiration do? D6 extra, right? Yeah. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my God. That's a natural 20. <laughs> 24. <laughs> but but I will I will roll it just in case. 24, 25, 26, 27. 28 total. All right. You. Oh, my God. It, it's almost like the dwarf wasn't, Break his even, arm. Break he his wasn't arm. even ready or something. You just slam his arm down so quick and just it smacks into the table and everyone in the crowd just starts losing it. They're all like, oh! as the dwarf just <laughs> gets pissed off as he just like shakes his head and he's so frustrated. Um, the crowd seems to be loving it though, so he rolled a natural one. So. <laughs> Nothing was going to help him. Uh, all right. I didn't know that. So I had uh, halfling, halfling, money, money, money. Yeah. So the halfling, he's going around getting the bets. It seemed like a lot of people um, were expecting Adnar to win. Not the newcomer, but uh, the, you make your way up to the halfling, and he's like, all right, 100 gold for you, and uh, you had two bets, right? Yep. All right, and there'll be another 100. Sweet. Congrats on all that. Right. Thanks. All right, and you see um, at this point the halfling kind of stands up and he's like, is there anyone else who wants to challenge the newcomer here? Um, and kind of after a moment you hear a voice from the back say, I will, as this large female half-orc steps forward. She has like shaved hair on the sides, black pulled back, just icy blue eyes as she stares you down, Steel Scar. I stare her down. She's like, you want to go another round? I will go another round against you. Alright, you see, she kind of like I'm mean mugger. Warming up her arms. (laughs) Right, flexing. Steel Scar, Steel Scar, to your corner, to your corner. Do everything she can as she Sits down in her chair, gets comfortable, and sticks her arm out. We bet. You can bet again, yeah, if you want. I look at the, I look at Levy, and I'm like, place all my winnings on me again. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna go to the halfling. Okay. So you're going back up to the halfling to place another bet. Yeah, I'm gonna place another bet. All right. I'm gonna do. Um, I'll just place one at this time. So I'm just gonna do. Uh, just do it all, fucking two hundred on um, <laughs> uh, on Steel Scar. All right, he goes. Uh, well, well, after that performance, I'm gonna say uh, doubling it may be a little much. I'll say you'll get um, half of what you bet, if that makes sense. So you get your full bet and half. Yeah, that's fine. Twenty-five. Yeah, fifty percent increase. Yep. yep. That's all right. So what are you doing? You're placing two hundred down. Two hundred. All right. So if you win, that was 100 from me, 100 from Steel Scar. Yes. That would be 100 extra at the end, right? Yeah. So he'd get yeah. Instead of getting 400, you get 300. Yep. All right. All right. So all right, as the halfling seems to get all the winning or the bets placed, uh, he looks toward the crowd as he's getting everyone pumped up, and you just hear the crowd shout, "Yeah, yeah!" People drinking their ales, getting ready as he counts down: three, I'm- two. One, go! 
Oh right. shit, okay. Um, Go ahead and roll. I'm not inspired this time, right? You're not inspired. No, I no. tried to, but I couldn't get you over, get you over to me. <laughs> That's fine. Another strength check? Yep. Uh, 22 total. Ooh. Oh my gosh. She got 22 as well. Right, what? So it roll starts, up? It starts, and you guys are both just in a deadlock as you just, the muscles are straining, and the the half-orcs just, you see like a vein just like popping out in her head as just both of you are going at it. Go ahead and roll another strength check. Oh my god. I'm nervous. <laughs> 22 again! I got another 18! Alright, and you guys are just sitting there just staring each other down as you just get this, you know, surge of energy and just strength as you just BAM! Smack her arm down as you win as the crowd... There is a lot of... There is a lot of sweat dripping from my forehead as that is happening. (laughs) Alright. We made the money! And the crowd is just losing it as everyone's freaking out and having a good time. And Steel Scar is the victor for the right now. As we finish this, I, I stand up, I extend my hand out in a sign of respect to the uh, the half orc, and I'm like, you were such a worthy opponent. With like being out of breath after that encounter. Mm-hmm. All right, she reaches out and shakes her hand and is like, glad to hear it. As she takes a swig of her mug and disappears into the crowd. Alright. So you, so yeah, I'm Levy, so you go to the halflings. So yeah, I'm gonna, yep, grab the money. Walk out and... with uh, 300 as yep. he hands that out. He's like, man, made some, made some nice coin tonight. Maybe we'll see you in here <laughs> tomorrow night. Always something exciting going on here. Wonderful. It sounds great. Can't wait. <laughs> um, can I go give Steel Scar his winnings? Yeah. So you right. walk up. He's like kind of sweaty and exhausted, but just happy to won. Here. Money. <laughs> you have to do a strength check to see if you can hold that much gold. Yeah, can I do a strength check to see if I can hold his gold? I'm going to uh, fail it. I can tell you. <laughs> You're good. If you can't hold gold, then that's, that's uh, you have other problems. So that's <laughs> that's one fifty each, right? Yeah. Yep. See, you guys both put down the same amount both times, so it's split in half. Okay, you made an extra hundred gold. All right. Um, you guys. Yeah, sitting there. Crowd seems to kind of be dispersing. Um, people going back to their drinks and their food, listening to the music, going back to their conversations. Is our food, is our food ready, by the way? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if you're going to head back to your uh, table, you see that your food has been placed at a table. Sweet, let's eat. Time to eat. I am tired after that second bout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys sit down, eat, enjoy the moment of respite from the stress that you guys have been in recently, you know, investigating a murder, Levy coming mm-hmm. face to face with a, a lone shark and his two big thugs and barely making out of that. Um, it's nice to have a break and just enjoy 
the company of others, not having to worry about heavier things going on. Yep. It's nice, but uh, gonna break that with uh, some questions, guys. So, <laughs> what do you guys think? Here. What do you think happened? Well, you got jipped. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> but, like, do we want to... I don't. Does that need to be part of the story? I don't think it needs to be part of. We didn't learn anything from it. You don't oh, need to oh are you talking about your report? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought you meant what happened today. Yeah. <laughs> In general, because you got jipped. <laughs> it's okay. I made some coin at the end, thanks to a, a friend. You're welcome. Not so poor after all. Not so poor. <laughs> It's like um, 150 down, 3,000 more to go. That yeah. Spell storing ring. Just a small business loan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, Sebastian, didn't really do anything. No. He was just wrong like, place, wrong time. Yeah. I feel like he was more interested. Like whoever did this is more interested in the fact that they stole his face. Yeah. Than anyone would be for just killing him. It's not something that he did. And I think that's more terrifying. Right. Not only do you have a face, but you have a face of somebody that nobody would really recognize. Yeah. And, well, the person that we're looking for supposedly wore many faces. Hmm. Very true. And something about being the beginning of his legacy. Yeah, so I have a feeling uh, something else might happen in this town. And if I remember correctly from what um, the interaction that happened at the actual temple, it made it, it made it sound like it was more than one person because he referred to the culprits as them and not him or her. Yeah. Or it could be uh, unknown. Didn't know what it was. So if it could have been like a, if it's not a him or her, it could be just a they. It's like, oh, I have no idea what they are. A monster. A monster. Yeah, it sounds like a, a monster with many faces. Um, White eyes, no mouth. And when when I uh, DM when I was checking out the body from afar, I don't remember. Did I do any sort of arcane check? I don't think we detected anything. Um, no, and uh, yeah, no, you did not. Okay. Yeah, it was more just you got a quick peek at the body when it was at right. the site of the incident. True, true, true. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So. This is where we decide if we're journalists or if we do something about this. Well, well, I was hired to protect you guys in case anything happened. So whatever decision you guys make, just know that my job is to defend you guys. <laughs> we purposely put ourselves in danger. Well, First of all, we're going to have to write a report no matter what. And I feel like 
if the Gazette has something else they want us to be looking up, we can always look at this at the same time. It's not like our journeys around the city and what we're reporting on is going to be a hindrance to if we wanted to help solve one. But then at the same time, we do have a very large guard force. Captain Doring seems a very upstanding man. Um, and if he needed our help, he knows we'd probably give it if he asked. Right. Of course, but who's to say that this person is easy to catch? He might be a very difficult, or they might be a, a very difficult group to catch if if they're wearing many masks. Maybe they uh, they come in with one face and then appear with another. I don't know. Sounds good. I think I'll. I think I have an idea of what to write. Then I'll. Uh, I'll show it to you guys before. Um, well, I guess gets sent in automatically now. So <laughs> <laughs> you can do the rough draft on the <laughs> some parchment. Yeah, you could probably. Yeah, you could probably That's write a it good idea. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do a rough draft first, and then pen it in. And if you need me to read it over again, just let me know. I uh, will do. I I got a glowing <laughs> review last time, so I'm kind of. <laughs> Kind of looking forward to another one. It made me feel real good. It made my whole week. You, you have no idea. <laughs> but a whole week hasn't passed. Oh, no, we did have a week off, right? No, we had a week we... of downtime in-game? No, he handed. He gave no, you the it's next been like two days. Like right after. Yeah, yeah it's, it's been not been day. that long. I thought you said we had some downtime after the... Uh, well, the downtime was kind of when Levy was writing up his first report. You and Elamir kind of did some stuff that you wanted to do. Um, but no, no, it's it's been one after another at this point. It's been like what two, maybe three days? Yeah, yeah. I believe it's been just two days. Mm. What a fun two days! <laughs> Killed a wow. trash monster. We saw a dead body. That dead body came back to life. We'll all hang out. Um, t- I'll hang out down here with these guys while Levy writes his report before I call it a night then. It's taking probably a few hours to get it written down and done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then I'll go spend time and write it. Okay. All right, Do so a draft and then review it and then pen it in. Sounds good. Alright, so uh, go ahead, Levy. So you're going to go ahead and make your way up to your room? Yeah, I'll go make my way up. Alright. So you make your way up to your room. Go ahead and roll make, a uh, performance check to see how how good you do on this assignment. Whew. Do you have anything uh, particular you're putting down or just... So I guess, yeah, particulars would be I want to kind of talk about the assignment. I want to talk about, you know, basically, hey, we discovered that there was a murder that had occurred over in the... God, what's the district's name? Sunrise. Sunrise District. Uh, we went to investigate. The city guard uh, were posted outside, uh, giving no comment. Um, through some investigative journalism, we decided to find out that uh, who the who the culprit was, or uh, sorry, who the um, victim was. Was Sebastian, and then I can talk about what Sebastian was and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Okay. And then kind of go on and say like. 
um, through some arcane magic, we've learned that the killer killed Sebastian for no apparent reason, other than to make off with the victim's face. And the, uh, the killer has warned that this is going to be the first of his legacy, and we should all keep safe. Okay. And I rolled a pluses 15. Okay. All right. So you right. write it up and you think it looks pretty good. Cool. Looks decent. All right. And Elamira and Steel Stair, what are you guys doing at this point? As I'm going to. I'm going to. I'll, I'll head up to my room and call it a night. Okay. Uh, same. Okay. All right. So are you guys resting for the night then? Yes. Um, I am at least. Steel Scar wanted to read the thing before I uh, penned it in, so I'll go like, if he's, is, is Steel Scar, are you in your room? I am. I would be heading to my room. Probably, I, I did say I was in the reader, so yep. Okay, so then I'll knock on your room and like, <clears throat> uh, give you the report and let you read it. Alright. So you go. So I was going to here you go, here you go, buddy. Check it out. <laughs> Finish. <laughs> Alright, um... I believe what I had to do last time was make a uh, intelligence check. So Steel Strike make, make an intelligence check. Just to see how you think it is. Like, Oh my god. Over. You're basically giving him a peer <laughs> review here. Good luck. Oh my god, that's my worst that's my worst <laughs> trait. I got a one. <laughs> Again? A, t- a two minus one equals one. <laughs> oh my god. It looks like the greatest piece of <laughs> written literature you have ever read in your life. It's immaculate. I'm like I I um <laughs> Levy, are you in my room or did you just hand it and No, I'm, I'm 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 here waiting for you to read it, you know, while you're reading it cuz I do need to take it back and copy it over into my into my book afterwards. I look up and I'm like this is another master <laughs> written by you. You, you are such a smart and amazing writer. And like I it had actually, to it actually brings like a tear to your eye. <laughs> so yeah, it brings a little tear to my eye. Your compliment <laughs> brings a tear to mine. <laughs> uh, all right, so he ends it back to you, Levy. Just astounded at the just the craftsmanship and or I should say penmanship you've displayed. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, well I want I wanna state the fact that while while Steel Scar is reading it. He has trouble with some of the words, so he like pronounces them wrong. <laughs> you like give him a few bits of feedback about how he could fix something, but it's because the word was wrong, and he tells you, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so he hands it back to you, and um, like, like I'll be like, "You see how this word is S E E when you write the word C? Why don't you just cross that out and use the letter C? <laughs> it's the same thing." Why use more word when a few words do good? There you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. See, so he hands it back to you, Levy, and you now have the your uh, work, your peer-reviewed red mark oh. on it. Ooh, red mark. It's just a hundred out of a hundred. It's the only red mark on it. It's a smiley face, actually. Just <laughs> you can do it. I like this. Call me. <laughs> uh. 
So then I'll copy the report over into the book. Okay. All right. So you copy it over, and uh, as you're writing it in the the book, it just the words seem to kind of illuminate for a second as your pen kind of you know moves across the page, um, just momentarily. Um, it's a very cool device. It's the first time you've had the chance to actually use it for its intended purpose. It's very cool. <laughs> All right. So I'm you a light writer. And what would you like? Yep, you going to head to bed, too? I'll, I'll head to bed afterwards. It's late, definitely. Okay. And then I'll just wake up in the morning and head downstairs when I'm done. So. All right. Yeah, one, once he leaves my room, I, I just call it night. Okay. So you guys all rest through the night. Um restful night wake up in the morning uh, i make sure to wake up around 5 5 30 ish in the morning all right a little uh, earlier than normal probably gonna wake up a little before everyone else i would imagine um yep yeah so i want to wake up early get ready mm-hmm. and then and i want to head off to uh the temple of miriam all right so steel scar you wake up early get ready um, head, head downstairs into the balding bard. Um, you see a few people. Some seem to be recovering from their festivities last night. Others just kind of moving on with their day, heading out. Um, not super busy. And you make your way through the merchant quarter into the guild's way toward the Temple of Myriad. Yes, and uh, as I get to the temple... I want, I want to enter the temple, and I want to look... Oh, snap, where's my other note? Uh, what was her name again? The Priestess. The Priestess, yes, the High Priestess. You remember her name? I, <laughs> I should remember her name. I only met her briefly. <laughs> she gave us her name. High Priestess Delma. Delma, there you go. Delma. Delma. There you go. Yeah. Yep. All right, so see how the sun is beginning to rise in the morning um, as you make your way through Guild's Way. Um, few people, you know, out on the streets. Um, as you make your way to the temple, you see the temple doors are open, um, and you step inside uh, and kind of look around. Uh, it's not very populated. It is quite early. You see a few priests kind of scattered about. Um, you do manage <clears throat> to spot um, High Priestess Delma, uh, kind of, you know, kneeling in one of the uh, pews. Seems to be in deep prayer or meditation or something like that. Um, I decide to sit in one of the pews in the front. I'm not going to disturb her, and I'm going to wait till she's done with her prayer or meditation. I'm going to wait there patiently. All right. So you wait about probably about 10 minutes um, until you see her kind of right herself, you know, kind of move the hair out of her face as she stands up and uh, starts to make her way to her room. And as she does so, she kind of sees you and is like, Ah, Steel Scar, it's good to see you. I'm glad you could make it. Yes, good morning. Um, would you mind if we uh, had a, a private conversation, I have uh, a very important and troubling matter to discuss with you. She kind of has a concerned look on her face, but um, she kind of just points you toward her uh, quarters and 
she's like, of course, follow me, as she um, leads you toward the same room that her and Doreen were having a conversation in. And so you enter in. It's a very nice room. You see a large <clears throat> desk. You see a bookshelf filled with all sorts of books. And um, you, know, you see some candles around. Uh, there's some sunlight is making its way in from the windows. Um, and then there's another room that seems to be her sleeping quarters and stuff. Um, but you seem to be standing in her main, you know, the living space of this room as she kind of closed the door. And she's like, um, please... What, what is it you would like to discuss? I'm like, uh, so I'm on this journey and I'm trying to find someone who is supposed to be important to my life. Now, growing up with my father, I was never really a religious person because father never raised me up like that. It was all about raising, raising war dogs and whatnot and trying to join the military, but he did give me, he gave, he gave me a little momentum of saying that this is what my mo- my mother had given him. And I pull out like the little necklace that I have neck that has like a, a shield with wings on it. And I show it to him, to her. And I'm like, so this is all that I have. And I've been around smaller towns, but they've never been really able to tell me any details of what this symbolizes. And now that I'm in the big city, I was hoping maybe someone of your category could, uh, caliber could actually let me know what this means. She, um, it's like, of course, of course, as she reaches out and kind of grabs the amulet, um, or necklace and starts to kind of look it over for a few minutes. Um, so after she, you know, you see her kind of like, Looking at the uh, the symbol on it, you know, looking at the back, um, she says, "Interesting. I've, I'm not familiar with this um, particular symbol. Uh, it's not one of the main symbols of the Twelve. Um, so I, I, I don't think I can give you an exact answer. I've not. I'm really sorry. I've not seen it before. Um, it." kind of reminds me of uh, the symbol of Eldrin, but it's not it's not exactly the same. Um, the symbol of Eldrin is simply a sword and a shield. This is a shield with wings. Um, and she kind of thinks for a moment. Um, she's like, it's, it's possible that maybe it's some sort of splinter group. Uh, many of the, you know, you have the twelve the gods of Athene and their followers. Um, but there are different splinter groups or sects that have kind of broken off, and while they may claim to follow a certain god, um, their beliefs may not line up exactly with uh, the main force of the, that god's followers. So it's very possible <clears throat> that this could be one of those splinter groups, symbols that they've created. But unfortunately, I've never seen this before. Um, um, well, I have one last question for you. Have you ever witnessed or heard about people who can fly? She thinks for a moment. She's like, I've heard of um, powerful 
magic wielders of the arcane who have been able to fly through the air. I've never um, seen it myself, but I know it's possible. Why do you ask? No, um, I've se- I've seen wizards fly before, but <clears throat> that's not what I mean. And I close my eyes, and then I open them, and they're shimmering white. And uh, it's a, the, the ability is Radiant Soul. So once per long rest, after I'm third level, I can use an action to transform. And so from the back of Steel Scar, you see two white wings spread out. And I look at her, and I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. She seems kind of startled, kind of just steps back. Oh, um... And she kind of, like, walks around you and, you know, inspecting the wings. She's like, this is very, very interesting. Um, She's like, I have never encountered an Nasimar before in person. I'm assuming you have some sort of celestial blood. Is that right? Well, um, the only thing I knew that my father said is that mother, when she left, she had to go back to the gods, but he never mentioned her by name. He never said anything else about her. I don't know what the conversations they had went like, but I discovered this ability, I want to say maybe in my late teens, and when I did, he would always forbid me from activating it, saying it could be a danger to myself. She, um, kind of, you know, she was circling around you, and she finally kind of gets to the front, and she's like, um, well, you know, it's, I'm sure it wasn't a very easy situation for your father. I'm sure he was just trying to keep you safe. Um, this would certainly draw the attention of some people, for good or ill. I'm sure he was just doing his best. As she's saying that, my wings, like, just disappear because mm-hmm. it's only lasts a minute. Yeah. And she uh, says, well, so you're able to do that because uh, you have celestial blood in you. And when you summon those wings, you're tapping into that divine part of yourself. Um, it sounds like it was from your mother. Um... Like I said, I've never encountered an Asimar in person. They're not very common, um, and those that are may try and conceal it for whatever reason. Um, yes, that is exactly one of the things Father did say. He said, try to conceal it as much as possible and don't really inquire about it. But I felt now that I was in the big city and since we're working with Captain Doring, and since you seem like a person that Captain Doran can trust, I felt that maybe it would be safe to place my trust in you as well. And she kind of like leans forward and places a, an arm on your shoulder and she says, I can see that uh, this is quite troubling to you, Steel Scar. I would be honored to um, do some research if I can to find out any information about this amulet um, that you've carried with you. 
I would appreciate that very much. And one last thing, I would appreciate if this conversation stayed strictly between us. She says, of course, of course. She's like, was that it? Did you need anything else that I can help you with? No, that those were my only concerns. I am very thankful that you took time out of your day to meet with me. She says, of course. I can see that this is really troubling you, so it would be my honor to help you through this. Um, and she kind of, you know, leads you over to the door. And as you guys are making your way over there, she says, um, you, you may want to ask Captain Doring about that amulet if you're feeling comfortable. Um, like I said, I've never seen it before, but it does remind me a little bit of the symbol of Eldrin. Um, he may have something to share about it. I, I don't know. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, thank you very much, High Priestess Delma. I bid you a good day. And she bows and says, may, the, may you find comfort in the lady's embrace as she opens the door for you to exit. And I, uh, I take my leave out of the temple. I start making my way back to uh, to the inn where we're at, at the... Uh, Balding Barn. The Balding Barn, yeah. Okay. So you start making your way out the temple um, toward uh, the merchant quarter. Um, go ahead and roll a perception check. All right. Uh, perception, perception... Oh. oh, I don't have a... Is there a perception? <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, so as you were beginning to make your way um, through Guildway, uh, and your head is just kind of swarming, you feel quite relieved that, you know, this thing that you've been carrying so heavily, you have someone to share that with now, and someone who you, you feel may actually be able to help you. Um, but as you're doing that, you seem to notice off to your left a small crowd that seems to be gathering um, between two buildings. Small crowd between two buildings? Yes. Kind of like a small alleyway between two buildings. Hmm. Is this closer to... Um, uh, Towards the balding bar, or more towards the side of the. Uh, it's you're still in Guildway. You've not left Guildway yet. You're just on your way, out. When you know. All right. Can I try to approach without being seen? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Oh yes, stealth is not bad. <laughs> Nineteen total. Armor? What kind of armor are you wearing? Uh, it, I'm wearing a chain shirt. So it doesn't affect my stealth. It doesn't give you disadvantage? No, that's only like heavy armor. I'm, not, I'm wearing medium armor. All right. So it was a 19 total. Okay. Um, so you move up on the crowd. Uh, no one really seems to notice you. <clears throat> You're not sure if that's because you moved up there well or they seem more interested mm -hmm. in what is going on. Um, so as you get closer, you kind of hear the voices of the people are kind of panicked. Um, as people are like, quick, quick, get a guard. We we need a guard here now. Um, seems to be about four or five people right now. 
um, but more people, as they're seeing the excitement, are kind of making their way from the road, kind of peering down the alleyway. Um, and as you, are you moving up closer? Or are you kind of staying back? No, I wanna, I'll, I'll move up a little bit closer. I'll, I'll move up closer just to see like what I see at the front of the crowd. I'm a little curious, you know, maybe, maybe it'll be useful to us, maybe it won't. So I wanna, <laughs> I wanna make sure I get all the details. I'm a nosy steel scar. <laughs> We're journalists. We're journalists. There you go. There you go. All right, get one I second. Mean, I'm just a tank. I'm not a journalist. To be <laughs> All right, gotta find some real quick. Trying to find the. I've been picturing steel scar. The expression: the pen is mightier than the sword. He just starts wielding like a giant pencil, like Doodlebob. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right, so as you get closer um, to what everyone seems to be gathering about, uh, you see a body laying on the ground, um, and you see blood near the body. Um, and from what you can see, this appears to be a guard. Uh, and the way that they're laying, they're, you know, they're not face down. It's, you know, they're kind of like laying down and their arms are kind of like up in the air, uh, looking up. And you look kind of horrified as you see that this person's face seems to be removed from their body. Gross. That guard without face. A guard without a face. Um, and actually, uh, go ahead and roll an intelligence check. Oh man, come on! <laughs> this is what you get for waking up. Oh my up god, early. that's a good roll! <laughs> minus 16, 16. Minus 1. Yeah, um, 17 minus 1. This person, even though they're missing their face, seems familiar to you. Uh, it was actually someone that you spoke with at the site of the first murder. This seems to be the body of Kiara, the guard who you guys were um, speaking what, with. What was it, uh, What was the guard's name again? You cut out. Kiara. Oh, the oh, female okay. guard that Levy and you were speaking to trying to gain access to the first incident. Is that the one that I messaged? Yes, it was. Oh, sna- wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's one of the last things she heard on this planet. This is getting Maybe. personal. Uh, so after after a <clears> few <throat> minutes, there seems to be a larger crowd kind of gathering about as um, some guards kind of come rushing up and um, they kind of start to clear pe- everyone away. They're like, back up, people, please. This is, <clears throat> this is an official investigation now. As they start to push, you know, see one guard kind of start to push people back um, so they can get some space as another guard goes running off to the, um, you're assuming, toward the guardhouse. Uh, seems the energy is increasing as people are starting to be frightened. Um, and, yeah. So, what I want to do is, 
as people are trying to because people are trying to push in and crowd it right uh they were the guards are now pushing people back you were kind of at the front so you're kind of like right where the guards kind of pushing you guys back all right as the guards are pushing us back i want to like i want to spread my hands and like start moving back and like whoever's behind me like i'll be like pushing them back with me okay just to help the guards push everybody back and as i'm that uh uh, I'll, I'll look at the guard and I'm gonna be like, like, like I just met we, me and my friends just met Kiara last night. And it's such a shame to see her in this state this morning. My condolences to all of you guys for having to go through this with one of your comrades. If there's anything I can do to help you guys, let me know. I am on, I am in, on good terms with Captain Doran as I've. Uh, as me and my team have helped them in the past recently. So if there's anything I can do to help out, let me know. The guard kind of like, he's like, I, he seems flustered and frustrated and worries. I, I appreciate the sentiment, sir, but we, we just need to, we just, we just need a few minutes. Okay. Please just back up as he's. I worry not. I can help you. You're seeing people. One of the guards is starting to examine her body. What did you say? I was gonna say uh, I can just help you put put uh, remove this crowd if you need to, so you guys can have your space and focus on your on on the body instead of the crowd. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Fuck. Persuasion. That's a five. All right. Total. The guards like um, we have it under control. Please just back up. And give us space to take care of this. I comply um, with what the guard asks. All right. Um, and so you see there are more guards kind of making their way over, um, you know, helping to get this perimeter around the, the site of this apparent murder um, as they start investigating. Kind of push you. So, yeah, you are on the map here. Sorry. You're right here between these buildings. Um, and they kind of put, they're blocking off the alleyway completely, pushing you guys out, you know, toward the street. Um, <clears throat> very similar to the setup that was at the, in Sunrise, where they had everyone was kind of standing on the streets, um, trying to get a peek. So, while this is going on, and are the guards focused on me now, or are they, are like, I, I back up. So are they focused on us um, or are they focused on the body? They, there are some who are ensuring no one gets, you know, too close and some looking at the body. Um, they seem a little distracted. What are you wanting to do? So what I want to do is if they're not focused, I'm going to like back up and start walking, like not running, but like uh, speed walking towards the, uh, the balding bard. Okay. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna start walking to around like this area, like over here, where I feel like I'm out of the guard sight, and then just run the whole way after. Okay. All right. So you get there as fast as I can. Yeah. So you just book it through the streets toward the Balding Bar, through the Merchant Quarter, as you see, you know, some people are starting to set up their shops as you just go whizzing by and kind of burst into the Balding Bar. What are you doing there? Uh, once I get there, I'm gonna are a levy and 
are the guys up? Levian Elamir. Are Levian, uh, Levian, Levian Elamir up? I'd say they're probably up at this point. What, 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 what time is it? Yeah, this point's probably about 6.30, I'd say. Maybe Definitely not o'clock. up. All right. Definitely not So Levy's not still up. asleep. Elamir, would you be I up I would be awake with some some coffee. Okay. So you, you see Elamir down at the the tavern. No sign of Levy. So they're not down yet? Elamir is. I am down. Elamir is. Okay, so... So I, I um... No, no. <laughs> I, I... I... I look at Elamir and I say, quickly, follow me. Let's go to Levy's room right now. There's something important that we have discussed at this very moment. So let's go. And I just rush upstairs to Levy's room and I'm like... Like pounding hard on his door, waking them up. Are you following him, Elamir? Yep, with coffee in hand. (laughs) Alright, so you guys make your way up to Levy's room. Hello? Alright. I'm like, Levy, open up! It's important! Uh, It's it's unlocked, just open it. I open it (laughs) and I I wait for Elamir to step inside with me if he's gonna get inside. Yeah, and I look at him, I see his tired state, and I say, well, this was my coffee, but you might need it more. <laughs> uh, uh, you're a saint. I'm oh, just downed. All right. All right. So, guys, I woke up early this morning because I had some business, to, some personal matters to attend to. But as I was making my way back, um, there was one of the guards that we met last night, uh, Kiara. I don't know if you guys remember her. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah, I remember her. Well, in the alley, in the alleyway by the temple of of Miriam, her body laid there, dead, missing her face. Oh no! So now we have a serial killer. I have a feeling that this has become uh, a little bigger than what we expected. So as soon as I saw that, I just booked it over here just so I could alert you guys. Oh, thanks. Okay. Um, uh, there's a few guards there right now trying to yeah. push people off, but I think they're going to bring Captain Doring over there in a, in, a, in a bit. I think some of the guards were on their way to the guardhouse to fetch him, so we might be able to meet up with Doring over there if we hurry up and move out. Okay, I got it. How about you guys go? I'll go. I need to go to the Gazette and talk to... Um, well... Guess who do I want to talk to there? Grogard. Probably Grogard. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see if Grogard's in. Okay. And talk to him. Um, we need to make sure that, you know, if if they want us to, to still stay on this case um, and keep reporting on it. Otherwise, you know, I want to make sure, you know, we're not getting on the toes of our employer. So, but if you guys can go check that out while I go do that, that would be super helpful. Makes sense. I can meet up afterwards. I think we can do that. So, Levy's gonna head to the Gazette. Elamir and Steelscar are heading back to Guildway to the incident. That's what it sounds like. Correct? Yes. So, um. Alright, so Levy, or uh, Elamir and Steelscar, you head off. Uh, Levy, so you were heading over to the Gazette right away? Yep. Alright, so you make your way over. Uh, it seems that it is unlocked, so you make your way inside um, after getting yourself prepared and ready to go, yep. of course. 
Uh, you make your way inside. Uh, it's quiet. Doesn't seem like the printing presses have started just yet. Um, as you make your way up the steps and you see uh, Sharon sitting at the desk and you see Grogard's door is open. Uh, is Grogard in? Can I go speak with him? She's like, oh, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Great. By the way, good morning to you too. I'm sorry. I'm terribly in a, I'm in a rush. I didn't. No, no worries. Forgot my manners. And so, rushing in. All right, you walk in, Grogard seems to have just be getting in, you know, he's setting down a few things, um, he has a little knapsack that he's carrying, he's opening it up, taking some stuff out, as he hears you enter, he's like, ah, Levy, good to see you, how goes the investigation? Well, um, I wrote up a report for you on what happened to, uh, Sebastian, and wanted to talk to you about that, so... Just turns out, um, absolutely, completely, just on our on this morning, uh, Steel Scar was out and about and on his way back and came upon another victim. Looks to be about from the same murderer. Um, and I wanted to let you know about that too. He kind of scratches his chin. He's like, "Yes, I had a had a chance to read through your report last night. Um, it seems like you still have work to do." Right. This, this keep at it. Seems like it's you're not quite done here. All right. Would you like to? So, uh, what would you want us to do? Do you want us to figure out like exactly and see this through all the way to the end and make sure you know we can report, what, be there when you know the guards apprehend whoever's responsible about this, He's something like, like that. At this point, that to me seems like probably the best, um, the best scenario here. Follow it Sounds to the great. end. The people Sounds need great. to know. We'll do that, boss. And he's like, all right. And we'll be getting that report that you sent out or sent over out as soon as we can. Yes, definitely. We, we, just, uh, we want to keep the people safe. But of course. Good luck. And stay safe. Thanks. And then I'll leave. Okay. Um, our, uh, what's Smith's name again? Gosh, it's been so long. Amber and Oscar. Amber and Oscar. Are they in right now? Uh, you look over, and it does look like they're in. It seems like everyone gets here around the same time. Okay. Um, can I talk to Amber? Because I had an idea, and I wanted to talk to her about it. Sure. So you enter in. So, it looks like they're just getting in as well, and they greet you as you enter inside. Morning, 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 morning. Morning, dearie. How are you doing today? Good. I had a... I used your, uh, your your device, your book, last night. It was fantastic. Oh, good to Thank hear. You. Good to hear. So while I was writing it, I actually had a question. So the magic that you developed for this, it only does it only work for writing, or does it work for like? Uh, could you make it work for sound too? She says, "Well, right now it's just uh, just writing is all it is capable of at this point." Because uh, I was wondering, since I'm in the field and I have you know partners that I'm with, it would be really helpful to uh, to be able to communicate with them, you know, one on one without you know over possible possibility of you know distance or you know through walls or whatever that uh, my own personal magic might not be able to reach. I was wondering if you might know uh, know anything that might be able to help us with that. Um. So just I need clarification. Are you saying you want? something to communicate with, like, um, Steel Scar and Elamir? Yeah, basically. Okay, like a way to communicate with them? 
Yeah, um, like I want to be able to, you know, SMS them. Yeah, maybe. Pretty much. Okay. Um, she thinks for a moment. She's like, "Well, I, I know of um, some devices that are capable of doing that. I don't have anything on hand that can do that. Uh, they get a little pricey, but okay. Um, um, the magic exists. Well, uh." Do you think you could, like, look into maybe about how much something like that would cost, and then um, I can come and talk to you guys later about it? Because, of course, I'll, um, I'll start seeing what I can find for you. Great, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Of I'm off. All right, you just, like, book it out the, book it out book the room it. before she's even done. Um, all right, yep. so you make your way, you're starting to make your way over to Guild's Way. All right, so Elamir and Steel Scar, you guys... As you guys go rushing off toward um, Guild's Way, you make your way past all the... Um, you walk in, or are you guys just in a f- dead sprint? I am in a dead sprint. All right. Elamir, are you chasing after him, or just... I think I have to, unfortunately. All right, so you <laughs> start booking it after him. Um, both of you sprinting, making your way through the Merchant Quarter um, and into Guild's Way. And it seems that the crowd, as you get closer, has grown... Um, number of people who are just trying to get a peek to see what's going on um, and you eventually stand making your way toward the crowd Um, I bet it's a small chance but do we see the captain anywhere Uh, you don't see him from where you're standing no you can make a perception check if you'd like Uh, why not uh, 23. 23. Okay, so you Damn. you move closer, um, and you're able to kind of peer through kind of the crowd, the, you know, bits of, you know, two heads move for a second, so you're able to kind of see up, and you do see someone who kind of looks like Captain Doring kind of up um, near the, where all the guards are kind of gathered around. Okay. Uh, I signal to Steel Scar that I think I've seen where he's at and kind of push him that way. Okay. So you guys are trying to push your way through the crowd to get up to the front? Yes, but not make a scene. We don't need to be attacked when everybody's on edge. Okay. So you guys try and slowly, you know, move past some of the people nearby and you get up to the front and um, what you can see, there are guards kind of standing in your way, kind of blocking entrance into the... uh, the alleyway um, right here. But yeah, so you can see at this point it looks like probably about six, seven, eight guards, you know, and then you see Doring um, kind of looking at the body. Some guards are, you know, some are blocking one side of the alleyway, some are blocking the other side of the alleyway, some of them are just talking with each other. Um, and you see kind of guards moving through the crowd, some entering the scene, some exiting the scene. Um, Um, do, are there any guards that look like we might be able to get their attention? Uh, so there are two standing right in front of you guys blocking your entrance to the alleyway, so getting their attention would be relatively easy. They're right in front of you. Okay. Uh, I would like to try to talk to them and see if they'll hear us out at all and not just try to push us away. Okay. Um, what are you trying to say? Um, I guess just basically saying like Captain Doring knows that we're 
kind of informed about what's going on, and we think that we might be able to help some more if we could just talk to him. All right, make a persuasion check. Okay. 14. 14. Uh, the yes. guard doesn't seem fully convinced. He's like, so you're just going to have to wait like everyone else here. Uh, okay. Um, I understand uh, we were with him last night when we found the development like, from... I'm, I'm sure you and Captain Doring are best friends, but we, this is an active crime scene right now. Okay, and then I nudge Steel Scar. I'm like, do the salute. Maybe it'll work. <laughs> I step up and I'm like, <laughs> I salute and I'm like, we are here to assist in any way possible. Captain Doring knows of our services, and if there's anything you need help with, let us know. All right, uh, go ahead and roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Disadvantage, come on! Disadvantage because Elamir already failed. I really paved the road for you here. Disadvantage. <laughs> oh. I paved it with toilet paper. Guys, I just rolled a natural twenty, and that doesn't oh, count because I gotta roll again. Hurts. Just do it again. Do it again. Oh. I rolled a two plus two <laughs> equals four. That's uh, on you. I'm not taking and blame. So, so as you approach the guard, says the best way you can help is to back up and stop asking questions. Uh, okay. Um, I don't know that we're gonna get very far right now. Then. Um, maybe someone can send a message to the captain when he gets here. <laughs> and at I'm that moment, Levy comes running up out of breath. Uh, so, Levy, <laughs> you make your way into the guild's way, and you see oh, a large crowd gathered around. Um, did we get a long rest for last night? Yes. Yes, okay. you guys Sorry, got I just didn't. I just wanted to make sure I get everything back. Yep. You did. Okay. Okay. Right, so you see a large crowd off to your left, right off of the. Uh, <laughs> well, some of them are on the path, others are closer to the alleyway. This was a hard run. <laughs> I've never run so fast. So you guys see his levy shows up out of breath. <laughs> I, have, I have eight strength. <laughs> I'll kind of update him, basically. Guards aren't interested in letting us in. Um, reasonably so, since it's one of their own this time. So well, we might do we have need to, to be just... lighted for this? Do, what'd you say, sorry? Do we need to be let in? Uh, you said you saw the body, right? So what more What more do we need to see? Well, uh, we just it, more need the captain. Yeah, right, I we, think we, we I need the captain, definitely. Well, right now they're not letting us get anywhere near the captain because this is official business, but um, <laughs> Did you see where the captain was? I, I think I think Elamir saw him. I, I tried to look through the crowd, but there's it's just so overcrowded that it's hard for me to... Elamir, can you uh, point him out for me? Well, so I guess I saw him behind these guards, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. so yes. he's, point he's him probably out. about... You know, you guys are standing at the edge of the alleyway. He's probably about 30, 40 feet away from you in the alleyway. Okay. I mean, I could, I, I could get his attention, but I can't guarantee that he would not be a little annoyed with us if I do. When has that stopped us? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, 
time, uh, uh, proper place and time sure, for being sure. annoying. This is um, a heavier setting than the last time we bugged him. Yes, yes. Um, I would say it's probably best to wait till they do their reports and start heading back to to the guardhouse to talk to them because I think they're in full blown investigation mode at the moment. Why don't we why don't we try and like split off and try and talk to some people that are around here and see what they if they saw anything. I guess before we go, um my my one last plea at bugging the guards that were still sort of nearby is just basically saying like um the captain knows we're part of the press. If there's anything he'd like to get out now, we can communicate that instantaneously. Is that a threat or no, say like if he if he wants to make a statement, you know, we oh, can help them get something it. out. Yeah, is, is there a statement for the guard you'd like to make about this? Like are that. you asking the guard this, or you guys are yeah. talking yes. it over together? No, we were like talking to it over, now asking. All right. <laughs> so the guard seems. Who's asking this question? I'll ask. I'll, I'll, I'll ask. I guess. Oh, okay. You right, go for it. I ask nothing. I'm only there. I'm, I'm like right there with my. Arms right. crossed, just looking tough. Levy, go ahead and roll persuasion check at disadvantage. Two die. The guards are feeling <clears throat> quite frustrated at the barrage of questions. Alright, so my lowest was a 20. <laughs> hey. I rolled guard, a 12 and a 14, so. The guard just seems. He, he looks like he's gonna say something like, you know, screw off or something like that, and he kinda like regains composure. He's like, look, I'm sorry, alright? It's a very stressful situation, as you can imagine. I can't make any decisions on anything right now. I'm just here to make sure that no one disrupts the crime scene. If you have, need to speak to captain, the captain, or you need a statement or something like that, just hang around. I'm sure you'll get an opportunity later. Thank you. We'll definitely wait around. Um... Anything we could do to help make ourselves useful in the meantime? He's like, the best thing you can do is just let us do our job and maybe keep an eye on the crowd, see if you see anything that someone else is noticing. I don't know. And he just kind of goes back to his post. All right. So I'll talk to the... Uh, Steel Scar, were you, you were all there, right? Listening to the guard, Scar talk? Yeah. yeah, we were all there next to you. Okay, so then... What do you guys think? Do you think we should just like hang out, wait a bit for them to get done investigating, and then talk to the captain, and then kind of like keep an eye on the crowd until then? I think so. Maybe try to get some witness statements. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. So we can split up and do that. All right. <coughs> then, are you each doing it separately, or are you guys helping each other out? Hmm. I feel like uh, we get more done separately, but... Steel Scar will stay in the crowd now that Captain pointing, pointed out, and I'll just keep watch to see when he starts heading back to um, the guardhouse. Uh, Doring? Yeah. Okay. All right, no, so, you... they are, like, still, so I, I'm just going to stay there and just yeah. watch over Captain Doring to to know when he's heading back yeah, so, so I can let the guys know. Yeah, you're, wait, you're just keeping an eye on Doring. Okay. Yeah, because I suck. I suck at talking to people. So. Okay. And mm-hmm. so, Levy, what are you trying to do? 
I just want to know, like, if if they happen to know the victim, if you know they had seen anything, or if you know they any 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 information that they might be able to help out with. All right, like, so you just want to anything. talk to yeah. some people, maybe gather some information. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, go exactly. ahead and roll a. I would say a investigation check. Uh, fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, after scanning the crowd, um, you 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 feel like you can kind of tell maybe who is just here because of it's a crowd, and maybe some here who um, may actually know something worthwhile. You're not sure, but you just kind of you know kind of drawn to certain people over others. Um, so you approach uh, a man. He has kind of short black hair. Uh, uh, bushy mustache um, and you ask him what um, excuse me sir I just wanted to ask uh, do you, do you, did you see anything that happened do you, did you hear anything do you, do you know what's going on um, sorry go ahead and roll a persuasion check Ooh, uh, that would be a 12 okay um, he he uh, just kind of looks at you and is like, I, I, I'm not sure. You know, I just uh, was one of the first over here when I heard someone shouting, um, and we ran over here and we just saw this woman's body laying on the ground. I'm sorry, I don't really know much other than that. It's just we saw the body and got the guards. What did you hear? Did you uh, did you hear someone yelling for you? Um, or, like, yelling for help or something? Or was it some other kind of sound? I, um... <clears throat> I saw someone, or heard someone just shouting for the guards. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it. Of Stay course. safe. Alright. Um, I'll keep going around rounds or whatever, if there's anyone else. Alright, um, I'd say with the role that you got, he was probably the one that you felt was... Who may know something? You can ask around more if you'd like. Um, but you get the sense that, unless most people just so happen to come across the the scene, then if I don't think anyone else is uh, worthwhile to like talk to in the crowd, maybe can I just like step outside the crowd a bit and just kind of watch it? Sure. See if anyone's like doing anything shady at all. Sure. Go ahead and roll a perception check. All right. Gotta use a different die. The rolls go bad. Oh, never mind. Uh, that was a nat one, so... Right. You're just kind of shaken Six. by the whole... Shaken by the whole situation. You know, you were just speaking to Kiara the other day. Um, kind of jarring to you, and you're finding it difficult to really scan the crowd without just all these emotions and thoughts kind of flooding your mind. Um, God. <laughs> I'm sorry I said that mean thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but a practical joke. Uh, Elamir, what were you trying to do? Um, I think I was similar idea of trying to find somebody who might know anything, but I don't know if my, my luck would be the same. Well, you can certainly try. Alright, I'll go for it. Um, Why we split oh, up? That's a two. A two? <laughs> okay. Well, uh, um, six, but yeah. You uh, see, so you walk around and you talk to a few people, and it, it doesn't seem like anyone really knows much. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of them just seem to be here, again, because it's a crowd, and they're like, I just, you know, I saw a group of people, and I heard some kind of shouting, and people seemed excited about something. And so I just made my way over here. 
Okay. I guess we'll uh, we'll all post up and just kind of wait to see if things die down. Okay. All right. So you're just kind of standing off to the side with Levy, just right. waiting for things to calm down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you guys wait around for probably about hour, hour and a half. You know, you see guards moving back and forth. Um, the crowd kind of starts to disperse. A few people hang around. Um, and eventually you see um, some people show up with like a uh, stretcher of sorts. Um, and they load the body onto the stretcher and make their way toward the temple. Um, and as they do that, uh, you see Captain Doring start to make his way toward the temple as well. Okay, okay. should we follow then? So uh, Skillscar would probably see it first, right? Yeah, he was watching Doring, so you would have seen it first. Okay. So yeah, as soon as I see that, like, I'll look around for for the guys and I'll signal them to them that Doring is on the move. Okay. So then we can kind of ambush him. Ambush <laughs> <I guess>. <laughs> Captain Doring, Captain Doring. All right, so you you, you chase after him um, as he's making his way toward the temple, and uh, as you catch up, he's like, "Oh, uh, the levy, what? Uh, I'm sorry, we're, just, we're making our way to the temple." Uh, for the body we, to receive its can last Can we rites. walk with you? Um, he seems... He looks very tired. Um, not like an exhaustion tired. You're seeing kind of like dark circles under his eyes. And he's just... It's just he's like, uh, of, of course. Come on. And uh, they make uh, their way first forward. Of all, oh, so sorry for your loss, my friend. So sorry. <laughs> he's like... He just kind of like grunts and approve like in acknowledgement as they make their way toward the temple. Um, you guys get there. Uh, it seems that the body has been transported down to the catacombs where you guys went before, um, but most of the guards are kind of hanging around in the main, um, you know, the, the area just outside where the temp the even there's the word the sanctuary would be kind of thing. Uh, Captain Doring, can we uh, can we have a moment of your time? He's like, um, make it quick. I uh, will be meeting with the high priestess again in just a few moments. What do you need? We would like to help in any way possible to figure out who's done this. The city is unrestful at the moment, and that's not good for anyone here. So we would like to offer our unique services to see if we can, you know, see this through to the end and catch whoever did this. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Uh, 16. Okay. He... Not bad, not bad. Kind of sighs heavily. You know, just... It's like... I can't help but feel a bit responsible for all of this. <clears throat> How um, you couldn't do anything about this, uh, Captain? I I like I like interject in the conversation and I like Captain Doring. If I might add to this, um, we we did meet we met Kiara last night, right? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, it was well, it was yesterday. It wasn't last night. 
Yeah, well, yeah, good. yesterday, but um, she we never met her when we went to the sewers, right? She walked uh, out past us. Yep. As you guys were going to meet with Doring after you had done it, she left because you were getting escorted by one guard, and they seemed to know each other. Okay, so yeah, so um, I interject, and I'm like, uh, we actually met Kiara for the first time yesterday, and I want to say we had a very pleasant interaction, so I, I personally can't speak for the rest of the group, but I feel like matters really just got personal, and if there's anything in your power that you can do to allow us to help you we would really really appreciate and he um thinks for a moment he's like that is odd it's difficult to say whether it is a coincidence or if there is some meaning behind it um it's difficult to say really uh I, I, I'll be questioning the spirit of Kiara. That's what I'm meeting with the High Priestess about. Uh, I suppose if you would like to be there in attendance again for this, I guess the more people who may have questions that help solve this could be helpful. Um, so just hang around here. The best way you can help is to keep an eye out and see if you see anything suspicious. As you can imagine, the guards are quite on edge. One of their own has been killed. Um, and this seems like a message being sent or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. Um, and at that moment, you see kind of a priest walk up and kind of tap Doring on the shoulder. And he's like, um, it seems that Delma is ready for me. I will... I'll be back here shortly as he kind of steps away and follows the priest. Guys, guys, are we junior guards yet? <laughs> honorary guards? <laughs> what, like, Not honor guards. Well, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I was in the military, so I think I'm way past guard at this point. Yeah, yeah, you are. You, always, you got that salute down, man. <laughs> Like, I want to try and, like, imitate it. Can I, like, roll for something for that? Uh, performance. Performance check. Oh, my God. Are you really... Uh, natural 20. Oh. oh! <laughs> he just nails that salute. It's impressive. Like... Just a boom! Perfect yeah, angle. Like, such and perfect soon, angle soon, snaps, as, like... As soon as he does that perfectly, I return it perfectly. That's <laughs> is it is it out of just habit, or is it... <laughs> It is out of habit. <laughs> you do it, and you're like, wait, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Uh, yeah, and after I do it, in my mind, I'm like, why am I saluting him? He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't seem like the person, kind of person to have any military experience. Uh, as, you're, as you're talking this over your, to yourself, they're just laughing at you. <laughs> Jerks. Uh, you know, I mean, you're just like, oh man, it's like my salute. Uh, I learned from the back. They're just by watching you, so you thank you. <laughs> All right. So, do you guys have anything you'd like to do, or you just want to wait around? I'd probably just. I, I'll do what Captain Doring said, and just like do like a perception on the on the people around. Yeah, I'll 
I would like to use the help action to help. Okay. You're going to help him out with that. Okay. Are you doing the... Are you looking inside the temple? Are you looking outside the temple? What are you doing? Um, I was probably going to say, like, near the entryway, so I can kind of keep an eye on both, but that was okay. kind of more of my opinion. It was just like, all right, all right so okay, check here, check here. Yeah, go ahead and roll a perception check with advantage. All right. First one. Oof. Second one. Oof. <laughs> oh, come on! Just like to show everyone, this is this is where I rolled for both of them. <laughs> it's like double. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so me. my perception is seven for both of them. All right. Um, so you you gaze around. You don't. You know, nothing sticks out to you. you it seems people are going back to their business as usual. Some just you know wealthy looking people making their way up and down the streets. Inside, you see some priests, you know, followers of Mirian making their way around the temple and stuff like that. Okay, cool. Guys, I don't see, I don't think I see anything suspicious. Suspicious? Oh my god, I can't <laughs> talk. Yeah. Alright. Anything else you guys would like to do? Uh, um, where did it happen at on the map? Uh, so it happened, yeah, right, right where it says Guild's Way, right? Okay. It's like that aisle or yep. alley. Yep. Okay. Um, and you guys are currently mm -hmm. at the temple, which is it's actually not super far from where it took place. Yeah. It's right here. Okay. I was gonna check one of the uh, local guild houses to see if they might have seen anything, but nobody seems to, based on its location. Yeah, it's kind of. Away, it's not in the center of Guildsway. It seems to be right on the edge. Um, sure. You can certainly go over there and you know make a perception check or something like that if you just want to see what you can see. Or not. Um. No, I don't want to irritate the guards. Well, a perception check wouldn't be talking. You know, perception just looking around. Okay. Up okay. To you, though. I'll do what that you then. No, I think that's fair. Um, okay. I will see what I perceive, and I get an eleven. You're and uh, you are doing this over at near the scene of the crime, or at the temple where yeah. you're again. Okay. Sorry, I didn't communicate any of that. Um, tried to like <laughs> loop around where like the Baker's Guildhouse is. Okay. Um, I right, see. So yeah, you make your way over there, and there are two guards posted on the edge of that alleyway. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, seems they are just, you know, cleaning up the mess or whatever. There's some blood stains. Um, the and... mess. Ooh, how do you get that job? <laughs> Someone's gonna do it. And, you know, it is one of their own, so it might be, a, you know, a sign of respect or something like that. Um, but no, you don't see anything that sticks out to you. It seems okay. people, some are just moving on with their lives um, and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I'm wondering if I would assume the person hasn't left the city. Just like exploring my thoughts here. If they're a serial killer, they probably are sticking around. But yeah, I think we just have to wait now. Okay. So you make your way back to the temple? Yeah. Alright, so you make your way back to the temple. You guys wait probably about 20 minutes um, until you see Doring making his way out of uh, the high priestess's office. 
um, toward you guys, and as he gets closer, he seems to look a little less stressed about the situation, um, and just kind of lets out a sigh of relief, and it's like, um, Delma is, uh, they will be performing the last rites, um, for Kiara, uh, and then we will be able to, um, speak with the, speak with her, um, it should just be any moment now, she said she would come and get us when we, we were ready. Okay, sounds good. I, I just nod in approval. Alright. So you guys are just going to wait, uh, wait probably about another 20 minutes, um, and then mm-hmm. some priests approach you guys and kind of lead you guys back same place they took you um, when you were speaking with Sebastian. Um, down the steps into the catacombs, you see kind of these little inlets, rooms off to either side. Sorry about that. Knocked over <laughs> a board. Uh, on either side, uh, you see some bodies in there on tables. Others don't. Um, and the priests lead you to one um, where you presume to be the body of Kiara. Um, and there are some guards following you as well. It's not just you guys enduring. Um, and you guys head down there. Um, and during, in similar fashion to the time that with Sebastian, he approaches the table, um, kind of peels the cloth that's over the face back, um, and you can see that it does seem to be Kiara, even though her face has been removed. Um, and he just kind of like kneels down, and his amulet glows for a second as he speaks, and he's like, Kiara, I am so sorry for what has happened. Please help us in any way that you can. Uh, and then he kind of steps back and you see kind of the chest kind of expand and kind of this kind of heavy <sighs> breathing. Um, he's like, Kiara, do you know who it was who killed you? What did they look like? And uh, you can hear, you hear the sound. It's, they had ash gray skin. Their eyes were white. And they would change their appearance. Um, and then a moment of silence is... Doring says, um, how, how did they get to you? How did you end up in the alleyway? And you just hear a pause. You hear, I heard a voice calling from the alleyway. It was an elderly woman. But as I got closer, she changed and attacked me. And then he thinks for a moment and is like, did they say anything when they attacked you? And a moment later here, they said, your death is a tragedy, but every show must have a tragedy. 
and then he kind of like steps back, looks confused, um, kind of like looks over at you guys and is like, did you have any questions? Um, I, I look at Levy. Shit. Um, <laughs> I do, but I don't remember what I wanted to ask right now. Uh, <laughs> give me a second. What did they attack her with? How, how was she attacked? Um, I mean, I'm assuming she was a guard, so can I ask, like, how, how what did they attack you with? One of the guards behind you speaks up and says, Oh, well, it, it looked like she was stabbed with a dagger or something from the wounds that we can tell. Was it... Uh, she might have gotten a good look at the weapon, so then we can figure out uh, that kind of weapon, check and see if anyone has that kind of thing, or if it ties them to anything. Mm. This is kind of showing you, like, that's not a bad idea. Um, and then you hear Dorian kind of ask your question um, and you hear the, the voice say the dagger was had a gold pommel and a small symbol on the side I could not make it out but it was made of steel Okay, so it had a small symbol on the side. Um, interesting. I don't think there's any way for me to get that kind of symbol. So... Like to see, figure what the symbol was? Yeah, to figure out what the symbol was. Yeah, you're not... It, it really seemed have... like maybe they didn't, didn't know. Yeah, it sounds like she doesn't know what exactly what it is, so I don't think I would be able to get anything from that. Um, did did the person have a mouth? Was it the same one as before? Because this could it, it, the one yesterday was described as ash gray skin, white eyes, and no mouth. Just to be sure, it's not just something like <laughs> some kind of like changeling or something like that. Um. So you want to ask if they had a mouth? Yeah. Okay. Um, the so Doring asks, and you just hear the voice say, "She did not look like they had a mouth." Okay. Then and at that point, you see kind of the chest deflate as the spell seems to have worn off. Okay then. that point, Doring kind of turns around and shakes his head and he says, well, it certainly sounds like it was the same person. And we need to catch them before they do this again. Well, it could be their goal. What ties them together? Uh, Kiara seemed to know Sebastian from yesterday. She seemed emotional about it. Says, I, I do not know what the connection is. You know, yesterday it's, it seemed like 
just a random killing. It could still be that. It could not. I'm not sure. The part that sticks out to me, though, is what he said to her. That your death is a tragedy, but every show must have a tragedy? What does that even mean? And he just yeah. seems lost in thought. Seems like a person with a flair for the dramatic. It certainly seems that way. Very, um, very true. I was wondering if we could go see and figure out what type, what manner of creature this, this person is. It doesn't sound like a human, especially with the white eyes, ash gray skin, and no mouth. He's like... Maybe having a better idea of what we're dealing with. He nods and he's like, uh, yes, I spent late into the night seeing if I could find any information on that. I didn't have much luck. Um, you could certainly try. Maybe you would have better chance. More eyes is better. I have to um, make my way back to the godhouse. We need to start making some changes around here to ensure people stay safe. Um, is there anything that we should, uh, you would like us at the press to, you know, kind of tell the people? And he just kind of shakes his head. He says, if there's anything that you need to know, we'll be sure to let Roderick know. But right now, there's nothing that we can think of. Okay, very well. Um, we'll try on our end to see if we can figure out who did this too and keep you informed. Very well. Stay safe. Let us know if you find anything. And you know where to find I me. Guess I'll ask before we go if if we encounter somebody dangerous that seems to be connected to this. What do we do? He kinda small grin and he's like Well I would say let someone know. But you all seem capable. I certainly wouldn't condone you attacking innocent people, but if your life is threatened, by the gods, do what you can to stay safe. But don't charge headlong into danger if you don't need to. Understood. Sounds sounds smart. Stay <laughs> safe, Captain. That, yeah, he and the guards start to make their way up the steps and leave you guys down there. So guys, that was we got him. We got a serial killer. Yeah, it's still equally unsettling the second time. Yeah, especially that whole like raising the death thing. Like that's it's a bit much, but you know it, it, it's cheating for an investigation. It, it works, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're left alone with the body. Um, well, the priests are still down there with you. Oh, okay. You guys aren't just there by yourselves. Are they looking like they want us to leave? Um, kind of. Seem to okay. be shuffling awkwardly. <laughs> well, we'll leave and uh, bring Steel Scar with us. Yeah, sorry um, guys, I had I had a prank. Come on, oh, <laughs> I didn't even notice. <laughs> I wasn't looking. All right, we'll so catch you guys up. Make your way up the steps. 
Yep. Yes. Okay. Are we leaving the uh, temple already? Or are we left? Yeah. Uh, so you're leaving the catacombs, making your way up steps to the main. So as we're leaving the yeah, as we're, as we're leaving, I'll look. I'll just like look at uh, High Priest Dumb. Give her a respectful bow. She was not in there. The, oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind that. So okay, I'll just follow. It's all good. Yes, yeah, cool. so she's not there. So, what do you guys think? Do you think we do want to go check out like um, the the scribe guild or was it the scholars the, guild house? Yeah, the scholars guild house. I was thinking that if we wanted to ask about the person and see mm-hmm. if we can get like you know like a race. I don't know. Yeah, like a type of like a creature. Um, and then they said it was a steel blade, so I don't know if there was like a weapons master. That we could speak uh, to. Maybe well, this was a probably be like I don't know, like an armor or something, or a blacksmith. Uh, maybe maybe we could talk to Oscar about it. Oscar yeah. as well. Oscar is a very uh, good uh, blacksmith that does work for Gazette, so maybe so he could give us some insight on it. It's a great idea. That'll work. Yeah. So you guys, um, are you heading? Following the going to the Scholars Guild House or following up on the dagger? Do we want to all go together and like look together, or do we want to split up and kind of like try and try and hit two places at the same time? I think it makes sense to just go to the Scholars since we're all here together anyway. Yeah. All right. So you guys want to make your way to the Scholars Guild House? Yeah, I just I I was just bringing it up because I know how emotional Steel Scar gets when he reads. So, <laughs> you know, make sure, you know, his heart is ready for that. Okay. All right, so you guys make your way over to the Scholar's Guild House. Um, and as you enter, same thing you guys saw before. There's someone kind of at the front if you have questions. So you can ask them. Um, otherwise, you're free to um, see what you can find. Um, do you have something specific you're looking for? Maybe like a bestiary book or something like that? Like a book of creatures? Okay. Um, anything in particular? Or just a book about creatures? Well, since we're specifically looking for something that can... We're looking for creatures that could like maybe change shape. So any kind of like shape-changing creatures. Like a book that would concern that kind of being. Um, or maybe... You evil can ask creatures? someone? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. Like, uh, sure. Asking like a like a clerk or something. Okay. Yeah, so there's someone at the front that you can ask. Um it's a female dwarf who's just kinda of sitting there reading through a book and as you approach, she kinda of like says in a hushed tone, Um Yes, is there something you need? Alright, and then so, you know, to respect her privacy, I'm just gonna like finger finger gun her and just give a give a message and just like Hey, uh, so in order to be completely silent, we're just looking for uh, a few books and then describe to her what we're looking for with, uh, okay. like, the creature. All right, uh, she responds and kind of directs you into a, um, a certain area. Uh, actually, she will get up and walk you toward um, a spot. Um, and she gathers, looking around, um, probably about four books for you guys to take a look through. Um, Spread them out. Based on what you had given her, things that can change shape or just kind of a general bestiary sort of thing. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, if you guys are going to look through the books, and I would need each of you to make 
an investigation check. Okay. All of us? Uh, so I'm assuming each of you are going to look at a book, and then one of you needs to roll twice to look at the fourth book. All right, I'll look. I'll roll once. Investigation, you see, right? Yep. My Oof. investigation is eh. I've plus three. It's better than mine. You go for it. Seventeen uh, so for me. Fourteen for me. All right. So, I rolled. So Seal Scar is looking at the first book. I'll look at the what? first book. Yeah. You got seventeen. Seventeen total. Levy, you're looking at the second 14. book. Fourteen. You got fourteen. Mm-hmm. All right, Elamir, what are you looking? At? You're looking at the third book. What'd you get? At 18. 18. All right, and who wants to take a look at the fourth book? Uh, I rolled the second Elmer. time already, and I All got right. a four. <laughs> Nothing in that last book. I got real right. tired of reading. So as you are, you guys are all kind of thumbing through the books, you know, pages. Um, you spend probably about an hour going through these books. They're quite large, a lot of information. Um, but Elamir, you do eventually come across in your book... Uh, a few entries about creatures that have the ability to change shape. Um, the two that you come across, one of them being um, a race of individuals known as changelings, who have the ability to change the way they look, um, as well as a group or a creature known as a doppelganger that has the ability to also change the way it looks. Okay. And then, after reading this, um, do I personally know anything about them that gives me some more intuition, or Um, am I learning all this for the first time? I would say go ahead and roll a history check. Let's see what you know. 16. 16. Okay. Um, in your travels, you've traveled around a bit, been around, you're an elf. Um, you've heard of both of these groups of people, um, changelings and doppelgangers. Uh, what you know is changelings, uh, depending on their upbringing, some may use their abilities to change shape for good. Some, it's obvious that they're a changeling, right? They live as a changeling and only use that ability if they need to. Um, others may use it for more nefarious purposes. Um, doppelgangers, um, kind of similar, uh, but a lot less common. You don't really see them among the general populace, uh, but their goals are more selfish, selfishly inclined um, to kind of get something. Okay. And then, I guess, last thing on this subject. Um, did anything mention kind of the things that we mentioned as far as, like, gray skin, mouthless? Yes. Uh, so, the changelings tend to have, like, white hair um, and kind of a white, palish skin. Maybe from ranging from kind of gray to white. Um and for the sorry I was thinking what else um, so for the doppelgangers it was they seem to have no hair on their body um, kind of dark gray skin um, kind of weathered looking um, 
for the doppelgangers, it does mention that their eyes are kind of glazed over white. Whereas a changeling, a changeling seem, looks more human in appearance than a doppelganger. Okay. Does it have any, like, ways to deal with them? <clears throat> um, not in this particular book. This particular book seems to just be informational. Here we guys. Is he okay? Yeah, it's a BRB, so... Mm-hmm. We could... I mean, it's almost two hours. We could call it the night. We have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, did you guys have anything else that you were looking for here? I guess probably the other thing would be, like, now that we know what it is, go see if there's anything on how to stop them. Okay. Like... Or find them, or track them. Find, or... track them, or like maybe like kill them in case it's a difficult thing to do. Okay. Um, so you can ask the clerk if they have anything like that, if you'd like. Yeah. Doppelganger. Okay. Probably. It sounds like it's more like a doppelganger. Uh, I was leaning the other way. Oh, really? You think you're in the other way? Because nobody more... said it seemed unhuman. It's true. So I don't know. We might need to keep both options open. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, you guys walk up to the clerk, ask you know if there's anything about how to deal with these creatures. Um, she basically just tells you that the books that she had given you was all they really had on that topic. Um, if you're okay. looking for something that, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> would maybe be in the areas of how to deal with something like this, that's not anything they would have here. Um, you would Do they probably know what now. Um, she makes mention that you could maybe check out the Hunter's Guildhouse. Okay. Uh, then I'll thank them and probably want to head that direction. Okay. All right. Yeah. You think that's a good idea, Elmer? I do. All right. Um, and at this point, then, we can go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, since Steel Scar seems to have stepped away for something. Um, well, cool. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um episode six hopefully we can get it over to youtube and get it in podcast format for those who want to listen thanks for listening to the adventure with advantage podcast you can catch us live on saturday nights at twitch.tv forward slash awa underscore dnd